What's up, everybody? Welcome back to OTD. Before we get this episode rolling, I just wanted to say subscribe to the channel, check out our iTunes page, check out the TuneIn page. All those links and such can be found in the description down below. Leave us a like, leave us a comment, tell us what you like, tell us what you didn't like. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter at OTD underscore podcast. We'll be tweeting out random stuff throughout the day. And with that, let's jump right into the episode. Welcome back to Off the Dome. This week, uh, we're taking some time. As you all know, we're in a fantasy football league. We're, we're arriving to week 13, which is the last game for the playoffs. Before before the playoffs. Uh, so I want out of this, this fucking week. league. This fucking league sucks. Yeah, dude. Oh, just a, just a call back. Just a call back. I just want to remind y'all. Dizzy said he was going to go one and four the first five games that's exactly what happened uh but yeah yeah just eric i'm sorry oh i'll go go for it go for it you fucking assholes don't worry we don't have to roast them right now i'm actually in, in i'm in the process i'm in the process of putting together a compilation of his ignorance those uh two episodes and we could have a nice, fun time laughing at his expense. So we're getting, we're, we're going to do a little, a little refresher based on what we did. We did do a draft uh, episode. Uh, we we did the yes, yes, fantasy did. football league a couple, a couple weeks, and then we thought we'd take a break, see how things went down the line, and, and now we're back. So this is a good time as ever to kind of review the season. Uh, kind of see what our yeah both fantasy wise and like NFL regular right, season right wise. just just in general in the world of football of the NFL be it in the fantasy league like you said or anything what are our biggest takeaways you know what what's what's what we've taken away from this season whether it be a specific player it could be a team it could be how the how the league is changing because we know that this season I I just started following it religiously but from what I understand. Uh, this season of the NFL has been wacky as fuck and nothing makes sense. So, so yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's go down, go down the line of hosts. I guess we'll start with, uh, with you, Dizzy. Uh, one of the biggest takeaways of this season for me is, well, one passing has gotten fucking ridiculous in the league. Uh, but I don't even want to talk about that. I'm going to keep it Miami Dolphins related. Because exactly what I thought was going to happen happened this year. And that is we are back to being a 500 team at best. Possibly 9-7. and seven. We might eke into the playoffs even though our chances took a big hit uh, in that loss against the Colts. And again, I'm going to bring up the, the subject that needs to be touched on. And that is they need a plan to move on from Ryan Tannehill. Because Ryan Tannehill is not a bad quarterback, but he's not going to win you any games. Ryan Tannehill is Alex Smith, basically, in that with a good team, yeah, he'll take you places, but it's not him taking you places. He just won't make mistakes and get in the way of you going places. In a team like the Dolphins, where a lot of the 
I want to say star players are still relatively young and have a ways to go. I mean, outside of guys like Richard Jones and Cameron Wake. It's showing now, and especially with that shoulder injury that happened to him that kept him sidelined for a couple weeks. They needed to draft a quarterback last year, <laughs> and they didn't. I think going into the draft this year, which in my own personal opinion, I think the quarterback class in this coming draft is a lot weaker than the one we just had. I mean, you're talking about Lamar Jackson going 32nd overall in that first round uh, to a team that already had a quarterback, Super Bowl winning quarterback at that in Joe Flacco. Uh, I don't know, man. I just think they're... The Dolphins are in a very, very bad place to be in sports, and that is not bad enough where you get a good pick and not good enough where you actually have a realistic shot at the playoffs or a Super Bowl for that matter. So my biggest takeaway has to be move on from Tannehill. All right, let me ask you a question. To a lesser extent, do you think that a team like, let's say the Giants, are in the same position? Not necessarily, and here's why. Because... Last year, the fans in that organization legitimately wanted Eli. When Ben McAdoo tried benching him, huge uproar, right? Eli Manning's won you two Super Bowls. And not just that, you can't fault them for not taking a quarterback at second overall. Because look at the guy they got. Saquon Barkley's a beast. Right, right. But do you think it's, it's one of those cases where that team could be legitimately amazing with a quarterback yeah with with a with a halfway decent i don't want to shit on eli manning but it's clear that this season was the season he dropped off in a big way right no right, one thought that right. you, you, you know you took the gamble you took the gamble you took the gamble going with eli this season but i still think it was the right move because now you have odell beckham you have saquon barkley and now it legitimately feels like you're just a quarterback away Whereas had you drafted, let's say, Sam Darnold, the season probably still plays out similarly, only now you don't have Saquon Barkley. I think okay. next year you could probably get a, a young quarterback or maybe even a free agent quarterback. Who knows, right? You know, with a, with a guy like Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley on that offense, there's a legitimate case to be had that, you know, there there will be a superstar that will want to go there and if it happens to be a quarterback i don't know the quarterback free agency class right now uh i don't think there are many good ones but nonetheless point is i think they're in a better position just because you look at that team and it's like all right it, it's just eli manning you know they have two they have a stud wide receiver stud running back on the Dolphins, it's not just the quarterback situation, right? Like, there's a couple of areas you can argue, you know, that need to be addressed. And hell, I'm not complaining. I think Minka Fitzpatrick was a great pick at 11. He, to okay. me, he should have gone like fourth overall, probably. Fell to us at 11. That's still a good pick. I just wish they would have found a way of getting maybe back into the first round and drafting Lamar Jackson or maybe drafting a guy in the second round. Just it's clear that Tannehill isn't the answer. And with the right. injuries that continue to pile on, you know, it's clear that you need a good backup for him anyways. And you're kidding yourself if you think Brock Osweiler is a good backup in any capacity. Oh, OK. Yeah, we we, we saw that, you know, 
So it's one of those things where I think you can roll with Tannehill for the next five years if you want, but at least have someone where there's a chance that he could outperform Ryan Tannehill or at least give you some hope that he's back there when Tannehill goes down with another injury, which will probably inevitably happen. Yeah. He's a quarterback yeah, over 30 true. who continues to take hits behind a weak O-line, which, you know, granted this year, the O-line's just really, really banged up. I mean, the two big name acquisitions we got at O-line both uh, went out within like the first two or three games of the year. Uh, but yeah, I just think I think it's really, really time to start looking into a quarterback. All right, Carlos, what about you? What's your takeaway from this season? From the season... My favorite, uh, not my takeaway, but my favorite part of the season has been the Browns. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's going to take my fucking point. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> no, it's. I swear to God, if you say what I think I'm going to, what you're going to say, I'm going to legit. No. Oh, okay. Dude, dude, it's your house. Where are you going to go? Right. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, no, but I'm going to say the Browns, but I'm going to tell you why. I'm to still, I'm not a fan of uh, of Baker Mayfield, right? Get out of here! Thank God, because that's yeah, my I, takeaway. Baker Mayfield is a real okay. Thing. He's the truth. I'm still not a fan of that kid. He woke up feeling dangerous. I'm, I'm not a fan of that kid. Um, <laughs> you did you guys see how he kind of trash talk a little bit on, on the on the ex coaches? Oh, oh, kind yeah. of. I, I thought it was blatant. Kind of. <laughs> that was blatant. He said, I mean, he was. He said, "We're just friends. We're just friends." I'm saying, I'm saying, kind of, because he he wasn't. He didn't do like a like a Terrell Owens type shit. Right, you know okay. what I'm saying? That's or true. like a, a this dude that um, from Dallas, um, Des Des Bryant. Yeah. Des 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 used to be kind of crazy with that. So it wasn't like he was that type of person, but. The reason why I say the Browns is because I I said at, at the very beginning, and um, and we did this. It was just me, you, and John, Danny, and um, and I had said, man, they're picking up a lot of people. Back when when Baker wasn't going to start, I was like, this is like preseason. I was like, they're picking up a lot of people. They got some wide receivers in there. If Josh Gordon, and nobody knew that Josh Gordon was going to end up getting traded and all that other stuff, but. If, if Josh Gordon comes in, whatever the whole thing is, and I was like, they might end up with, and 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 you can look it up, and I said they might end up with four or five wins. Yeah, because la- yeah. right last year they're coming up right, so I said they might come up with with four or five wins this yeah. year. So that's my biggest takeaway. Even though I can't stand that kid, right. and I still don't like him. Do you? You gotta admit, okay, whether you like him or not. You gotta admit he's he's a decent quarterback. He's not he's not trash. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, you're not you're not gonna get me no. decent quarterback. Well, you have, with to, understand, games, you have to understand, uh, you know, the school of thought that Carlos comes from. He likes the tall quarterback that's gonna stand back in the pocket and just deliver the ball. And Baker Mayfield does not check out. Does not check any of those boxes. Any of those boxes, and also, and also, I like Baker Mayfield, you don't. So. And also, you don't have an, enough enough evidence or enough. You haven't shown me enough. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm saying? If, you, but if, if you've seen, if you play one season, from what you've seen, he's had you, a decent season at least. Give him that at least. I just, I can't, dude. I can't. I think he's had, this is what it is. 
he's exceeded expectations. Number one, because he started on the bench. Number two, because he comes from that draft class. Number three, because he's had, a brown. We, we, number three, because he's a brown. Number two, because he had he comes with that, from that draft class. So people already had question mark on him. Right. And and then he goes number one. So which he sorry to cut you off, but it's funny you say yeah. that because you're saying he's exceeding expectations, but he went first overall. Isn't that crazy? He's ex- though? It's crazy, but the thing is, everybody was criticizing. Yeah, that no, pick. absolutely, I right? agree with you because right because everybody was like, ah, I don't know, man. We thought he might go eight or yeah, things yeah, like absolutely. that. But hell, I had him falling to eleven. A lot of draft, right? Draft, so. so so he's exceeding expectations, and and that has everybody going, and that has everybody kind of like, yeah, and this is this is good, and this is fun, and all that stuff. But we watched a lot of football in our life. You get one good year in there, mm-hmm. and that could be, the, and that could be, that could be it. That could be the end yeah, of that. It could be that. Yeah, you know I mean, okay. you can go in there, have a Fair good enough. year, and then everybody will be like, "Wow, look, look how great Mark Sanchez is." Yeah, <laughs> who the fuck is Mark it's Sanchez? Like he right was now? around for a while, right? Like he wasn't a one-hit wonder. Like he had a couple <laughs> of good years. Exactly, yeah. and who the fuck is Mark Sanchez now? Yeah. That's true. So and it, it runs out. It runs well, out. Actually, Three years in, Mark Sanchez is he's the backup quarterback for the Washington Redskins because Alex Smith went out <laughs> with an injury. He he's a backup yeah. quarterback. Dude, I thought I was like I was I, I thought I was like this is this this can't be true. When I saw Byron Leftwich is the offensive coordinator for like the Cardinals or some shit. <laughs> Byron Leftwich. That dude I I was like I thought he was still playing. Anyways. <laughs> oh my god. I was like I thought he was still playing. I remember Byron coming off of college. But anyways, the whole point is I think the Browns exceeded expectations even though i was i was on the four to five wins and right now i think they're what four wins right now they're four, um, four wins on the die yeah. with a tie so, so. i was yeah which i don't know if they're gonna they might beat cincinnati out of the last i think they got cincinnati denver and i think they got some big some big players out there yeah but they, uh, they have a few big games left but i think they can yeah, take the cincinnati one yeah i think they take this so I'm, I'm i'm giving them four or five wins even though baker to me is not is is not great they they did the whole coaching change with that was that was perfect because obviously you see where they're at with it so i think that was to me the biggest take just because i don't think baker's that great they obviously have some issues with that coaching staff and really soon really early in the in the season they were able to kind of switch things up and and it got them those those four wins and they were they could have had more because they could you know they were kind of close on a couple of other ones okay Fair enough. Uh, I guess I'll give you my takeaway since I can't do the Browns anymore. You could do the Browns, my no, brother. I mean, we, we talked about it. I I think I I think Baker Fuck Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield is is kind of showing that he's not obviously. He, it's like you said, it's it's too short of of a time to say yeah, he's a real thing. But I think he's proving a lot of people wrong that said he wasn't going to be able to do it at all. That he wasn't going to be able to transition well, all of that. Well, yeah, I wanted to chime in on the Baker Mayfield thing just because, you know, again, I was before the draft saying that I thought he was the second best quarterback in that draft class. Mind the noise in the background. Uh, I had Rosen. I had him. I had Lamar Jackson at three. Uh, Still think I was pretty close. Uh, Rosen, you know, he's with the Cardinals. I don't know what you expect from him. 
but um, let me tell you, Baker has has uh, has played well in my opinion. Unlike Carlos, I like the short scrambling quarterbacks. That's actually that's actually my favorite type of quarterback. Uh, but not just that, uh, he's played well. Like if Baker Mayfield was putting up those numbers and having those type of games uh, in a Dolphins uniform, I'd feel very confident in my quarterback position for the next couple of years. Like I would actually be like, all right, cool. We got the quarterback thing down. Now let's start addressing some of the other areas, right? So I think it inspires at least some confidence in a franchise that has had zero confidence in any of its quarterbacks for the past, what, decade and a half? Since, since we did a little bit of that, I guess I'll give something else that we haven't. I'm going to call right now the biggest loser of the NFL, right? The the team that lost out on what could have been a good season mm-hmm. and specifically one person. Oh, I already know where it's going, but go ahead. <laughs> Jay Gruden gets the nod, man. You that man Gruden. has John Gruden. John Gruden. Whatever. Jay John Gruden, Gruden is the coach for the Redskins. He's actually having a good year. Okay, never mind. John, <laughs> John Gruden. Gruden. It doesn't matter. Blonde, about, hair, yeah. <laughs> blonde hair, red as a tomato. Every every day, every Ch- week, he gets Chucky. a little redder. And it's it's gonna end at the end of the season when his head explodes from the anger. But now you say bad season. Why though? On paper, as a team, just on paper, Oakland has been trash. Right, because Oakland has been trash. I think well, we can yeah, agree. No, right, they've been trash. They've been trash. Whether they're tanking on purpose to get picked or to get higher up. Yeah, that, well, uh, that's whether, the thing, right? That's why I haven't deemed it a failure yet. Because when you look at his contract, he's there for the next couple of years. And it's not like you're going sure. to fire him because you still got to pay him all that money. I, yeah, I'm so much positive with ridiculous. the contract that he's currently getting that he could be bad for the next three years and they'll still not fire him because it's like, no, I'm paying you this amount. You're going to work for me, motherfucker. Uh, right. But that's beside the point. I think I think he knows that, hey, even this team, I mean, again, I still think letting go of Khalil Mack was a mistake. That's a generational talent. Uh, I don't necessarily hate the Cooper trade that much because, I mean, he turned the guy that wasn't doing anything for him into a first round pick. Now, I know. Yes, Dallas but, now, but it's I, turning into a low. I know, first I, know pick. I know. I understand that the Dallas is making him look good. But even with that, I still say Amari for a first is pretty damn good. Uh, at the time, it looked really good because Dallas was struggling. So you're talking about that pick potentially being right high. Uh, struggling and Amari Cooper is playing trash. He's stacking some draft picks and ah, I gotta be honest. I would even I would take the Raiders' current situation over. Ah, let Let's take the. I would take the Raiders' situation over a team like let's say the the Jets, right? They had drafted your franchise quarterback and you're supposed to be really good, but now you have these co- these coaching issues and stuff. Or I'd even take it over my Dolphins' situation right now. Because, yeah, we're doing bad, but there's a clear sense of direction in what it is that we're doing. It's okay. Yeah, we're fucking just, yeah, we're not playing for this year. We're playing for the next year and the years to come, which to a certain extent, I kind of, I got to give John Gruden at least another year before I deem it a failure. Dude, let me tell you, let me tell you what's going to happen in Oakland, because I think that they, they did the front office and the owners and all that other stuff. I think they did 
something a little unorthodox. So the way that the way that and just to give Lewis like the contrast, right? Like the way that that um, American sports work, they usually give people about three years to start turning things around, not to win anything, just to turn things around, to be on the on the on the come up. Right. So I think what what these guys are doing is they're trusting they're trusting John to to get the players that he needs and the players that he wants. John picked that team because of of um because of uh the money and David the there. <laughs> well, and and no, and in, in Carr, right? Like he he wouldn't have gone had that team had a really bad quarterback. Yeah, that's yeah, he does like Derek Carr. He would he would have waited. Yeah, he would have waited it out. So that was his thing because he never really he never really had a quarterback, even though he won the Super Bowl and all that, but he never really had like a really good quarterback no, type of thing. You know? No. Yeah. So so he him being a quarterback coach, he wanted a quarterback. So getting that, you know, he he was like plus hundred million dollars. Who the fuck is not gonna go in there for yeah, hundred million? Man, that's the thing. And it's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Right? Which is what Danny's talking about. Like, you gonna fire somebody owing him a hundred million, at least no, get some sir. money worth. No, sir. But I think what they're doing is they're going to give him more than three just because they feel like they're going to be exciting. And I don't know if the, I don't know the, the, I don't know that what, what these, what this front office is thinking, right? Like, I don't know if they're more money driven or they're more, Hey, we want to get championships. I think they're setting that up for that move to Las Vegas. That's and true. If they get, if they get an exciting team. That. Win or lose, they get an exciting team and they move to Vegas. They're gonna sell tickets in Vegas, whether they're good or bad. Right, right. If they're good, there's at least hundreds of miles. At least some, somewhat, right? At least someone, and it's Vegas, man. Yeah. You you know how many fucking people are in Vegas every day, not doing shit, just they go to Vegas, not living there. Right. Just so. Oh, and the sports gambling is also, dude. I think they're they're making That's that the thing, move. Because the Raiders are basically on a lease right now with uh, their current stadium. They're just writing it out there to the Las Vegas ones. Then That's what That's, I'm saying. I was, was going to ask you right now that you mentioned that. Do you think that they're tanking not only for draft picks, but because they know that when they move to Las Vegas, it's a fresh start either way? That's true. Even, even if they had an amazing season, it's a fresh start, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't think they're tanking, but I think Gruden comes from that, from that, uh, that, uh, that mentality of there's no point of being mediocre. You're not going to get better through the draft if you're mediocre and you're not winning shit. So I might as well, I might as well free up some money, get rid of Mac, even though I'm freeing up, I'm giving him up, but I'm freeing up some money because he's, because he's also thinking, if I keep Mac and I give him all that money, how long is it going to take me to rebuild this team? So what use do I have for Mac? Instead of getting first overall picks and second overall picks, you're getting 10, 11, 15. And dude, the talent is never the same at 15 as is, as it is. As in one. And you got, and you're tied up with money. Yeah. So if he's thinking I get rid of, I I free up some space so I can go get the people that I want to go get. And I have some number one picks. 
then he's gonna have his team mm -hmm. right and he knows he has like at least five years to show that he's that he's making some moves right i think five years in if if, if he's still tanking i think year five he's out but you give him you give him the regular three years that everybody gives him and you give him an extra two because it's a hundred million and i think that they're just setting it up to go to the to, to go to vegas again i don't know if this is one of those denver broncos teams uh, uh um front office that they really want to win right or if they're just teams that are like hey i don't care i just want to make some money no yeah there's, like, definitely, there's, there's definitely there's definitely there's there, there's there's Absolutely. bengals yeah <laughs> there's, there's bengals owners mm -hmm. and then there's you know steelers owners yep so i i think i think that might look a whole lot different three years you, from now i'm telling you just give him some time i really think there's a clear sense of direction where he wants to go and if yeah, it pans man. out right don't get me wrong oakland fans are still gonna hate him right because i mean they're gonna hate the raiders regardless right like you could the raiders could realistically win a super bowl right and then after the celebration's over they'll just be like wait fuck this team leaves us in a year or two right yeah, yeah so, it wasn't gonna end happy anyway. so i think either way they're gonna be a little upset so <laughs> yeah question okay quick question i got for all of you guys oh what's up who you think is going to the super bowl it's the saints saints and i'm gonna say fuck as much as i hate saying it saints and pats wow okay I'm still not. I'm still a little. I'm not even that skeptical on the Chiefs anymore. I think they're really good, but the Pats are the fucking undying vampire of the goddamn league. Like every time you think they're dead, they just like rise up out of the fucking coffin. So I'm. Yeah. I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna say Saints. I'm gonna say Pats, and I'm. And I'm gonna say that Breeze gets, gets the second. I think so too. I think. I think Saints win. Because he, he broke the record. He did all the. He, he's doing all this stuff. He's breaking records left and right i guess oh you're asking me if you think if if i think he'll win mvp no no i'm saying like it would be like the end to his fairy tale season oh yeah absolutely yeah because people yeah. are trying to retire him for some time right now so if he can get mvp wins the super bowl and, and all that and i doubt he rides off into the sunset after that because i mean no but though no but they right. they for sure yeah i mean they, they'll be on a high but that that team for sure is 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 the one to be right no, now. Like dude, that, how badass would that be you retire after having your best season as a pro win mvp super bowl mvp your second super bowl ring and then you retire that's g that's g right there Oof. yeah i'm gonna have to get me a well, fucking breeze jersey that happens.